Welcome to the Gospel Road. We're going to look at Acts 20 today. It says, After the uproar ceased, Paul sent for the disciples. And after encouraging them, he said farewell and departed for Macedonia. When he had gone through those regions and had given them much encouragement, he came to Greece. There he spent three months And when a plot was made against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return to Macedonia. Sophater, the Berean son of Pyrrhus, accompanied him. And of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundus and Gaius of Derbe and Timothy, and the Asians, Tysias and Trophimus. These went on ahead and were waiting for us at Treos. But we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread. And in five days, we came to them at Treos, where we stayed for seven days. On the first day of the week, When we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where we were gathered, and a young man named Atticus, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer. And became overcome by sleep. He he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down and bent over him and taking him in his arms said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. And when Paul had gone up and had broken bread and eaten, he conversed with them a long while until daybreak and so departed. And they took the youth away alive and were not a little comforted. But going ahead to the ship, we set sail to Assos, intending to take Paul aboard there, for so he had arranged, intended himself to go by land. And when he met us at Assos, we took him on board and went to Metiling, and sailing from there, we came to the following day, the following day opposite Chios. The next day we touched to Samos and the day after that went to Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he might have to spend time in Asia for he has he, he was hastening to be at Jerusalem if possible on the day of Pentecost. Now from Miletus he went to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And when they came to him, he said to them, You yourselves, you know I have lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both Jew to Jew and to Greek of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and now behold, I am going to Jerusalem 
constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself. If I only, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all. For I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. I know after I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease day or night to admonish every one with tears. To admonish everyone with tears. But and now I, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I, I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who were with me. In all things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. And there was much weeping on the part of all. They embraced Paul and kissed him, being sorrowful most of all because of the world that had spoken, that they would not see his face again. And they accompanied him to the ship. Acts 20. In all things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we have, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said himself, it is more blessed to give than to receive. More blessed to give than to receive. How many of us are willing to give? How many of us are wanting to take? We're wanting to receive. We're not wanting to give. Or if we give, we're expecting something in return. And we should not be doing that because we need to be living humble lives. So the Casting Crown song, Nobody. You know, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who saved my soul. Just a nobody. How many of us are that humble anymore? Even me, I fail. 
many, many times. There's so many things that we do fail because we're too busy focusing on us rather than others. Just like at your job, where you work, what is the what what is it that you're sacrificing? What are you giving to help be the best that you can be? So your department, your company is the best that they can be. You know, what are you giving? Now, of course, give and receive, we give to them and we expect a paycheck, which we kind of have to, unfortunately, because we are in a world that we work to get paid, to get paid to, you know, pay our bills, to pay the utilities, to pay rent, because there is no trading anymore. We have to use this green stuff called cash, or check, or your credit card, transfer the money. It's what makes the world go round. But there are many people that are in need of help. Now, at the same time, we have to be cautious with that because there's some people that need help and they just seem to just keep sucking it up. And they're not learning. They're not growing. They're not becoming responsible. Now, maybe that's the way it should be. Maybe these people are never going to be responsible and they're always going to have to leech off of other people because they don't know what it they don't know how to save a, a dime they don't know how to to budget their money again we don't know how people live we don't know what goes on in their mind and you always hear you'll never judge a person until you walk a mile on their shoes again always be kind to people because you never know what they're going through that day you know, there's so many pieces that we can really toss through this. You know, Paul's getting ready to leave and not come back. You know, how are we teaching and sharing? It's almost like a succession plan. You know, when you're at work, what is your succession plan? Who is going to take over for you if something were to happen? You know, if you were in an accident. You just keel over from a heart attack. Who would be able to do your job? Hmm, that's a great question. I know in past, there were, we'll say, succession plans that were kind of in place because you had enough people working at a company that you could cover this. Now, since the pandemic, we've cut back. Many companies have cut way back, and some companies are still cutting back. Not having the staff they used to have. So now, because of this, what is the succession plan? What are you going to do? The reality is many people are like, I don't know. I can't answer that question. I'm not sure what we're going to do. You know, what is your plan? What have you done for a succession plan to make sure things are taken care of, families taken care of? These are 
all important things, and I know I'm really in a point in my life that I have to deal with this because, you know, I have older parents and trying to get all that figured out with them. I mean, what were to happen tomorrow if I wasn't here anymore? Unfortunately, I'm not really sure I have much of a succession plan because I've got no one to kind of hand it off to. Sometimes we just, there's just no answers. We're not sure what to do. We're not sure where it's going to go. It's kind of out of our hands. But we need to do the best we can to try and have things prepared for that. You know, preparing yourself. How do you prepare yourself for your day? How do you prepare yourself for what it is that you do? Are you coveting what others have, wishing you had that? You know, again, it's that fine line we need to be careful with. Arrogance, ego seems to fall in many times. Pride rears its head. We need to remember that we need to give to love, to support people, to help people be the best that they can be. You have knowledge, share it. It's not always going to be monetary. You know, we're not always talking dollars and cents to give and receive. To give, it could just be wisdom and knowledge and time, things that you have for people that are in need, that are weak, that need to be encouraged. They need to be lifted up. They need to be inspired. They need to be motivated. Again, doing it without expecting something in return. Which I think I see that more so. And it's probably been there. I just, for whatever reason, are very sensitive to it. I'm seeing it a lot right now. And then maybe as I think things through, it's, it's always been there. And just sometimes I've noticed it more than others. We're not doing anything new that we haven't, weren't doing 2,000, 4,000 years ago. Just seems to be faster, quicker. Because we have cars, we have the internet, we have cell phones so we can text so it doesn't take, you know, it's not like we're walking from place to place. Acts 20. How does it help you? What is it that you can do to make someone's life better? What can you give to really help someone be the best that they can be? How can you really encourage them to get to that next level? I don't know. We just need to think about that 
and go from there. Hmm. Acts 20. Read that. How does it help you be, to be better? Thank you for uh, listening. You can always share this on social media and find me there as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, my buddy Jimmy, and mybuddyjimmy.com. Also, give a rating on the platform that you are listening. Would appreciate that as well. Thank you for listening to The Gospel Road. Have a great day. God bless. Spinal adjustments provided by Dr. Chad Rolfson. The Spinal Tuning Chiropractic Center is a Des Moines area low flat fee per month unlimited chiropractic care practice. When life happens, just adjust. Schedule today at SpinalTuning.com. If you're looking for help with software, app, web development, be sure to check out my friends at IngenuityCompany.com. They believe in their clients. Software development, app development, web development, visioning, design thinking, diagramming, organizational development, strategy, they can help you at the Ingenuity Company. Find out more at IngenuityCompany.com. Barbecue provided by Kenny's Rib Wagon. Catering ribs for your pleasure and serving daily at Plaza Pub, 62nd and Douglas in Des Moines, across from Merle Hay Mall. Find Kenny's Rib Wagon on Facebook. The Jimmy Olsen Radio Network.